Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to New Awakening with Edwina Oliver. It is April 30th. It is the end of April. We are coming into May. We are here with uh, episode five of season three. I just want to welcome everybody back. I have some fun uh, points to share and uh, we're just going to get right into it. Um, it is no surprise what the market is is doing right now and it's no surprise what's going on in the world period in general and I think if you have been on the fence about life insurance up until this point it's about time that you start thinking about learning about it and getting yourself in position because I'm sorry everyone's going to be squoze tight even if you think people have money and your family and this is an excuse that I hear a lot oh, her parents are well off, so I don't have to take care of my wife's, you know, burial, whatever. Or, you know, my kids have money and they'll take care of it. Someone in my family will handle it. And I ask them back, do, are, do these family members know that they're responsible for your death tax and your burial, cremation, headstone, and the works? They know this? I mean, honestly, I'm just going to say it and it's probably going to offend most, but that's probably one of the most selfish things I've ever heard. Period. It really is. Um, it is not someone else's responsibility to make sure that your final expenses are in order. That is each and our own. Okay. Um, just an important look, um, to think about in um, this whole process is um, your retirement and what's happening with your later in life income, your income replacement strategy. Because I know a lot of people don't have one. They're banking on their 401ks. They're banking on money to fall from the sky. People believe that they are going to be able to save for their retirement, but haven't saved thus far right? Mattress money or money that you just put into a standard savings account is gaining no interest. It's growing nada. It's going to be the same thousand dollars that you put into that savings account in five years from now. So why wouldn't you put your money into a safe vehicle that's going to grow compounded interest no less than 3% up to 13%, um, why wouldn't you do that, right? It just doesn't make sense to me so that you could become a burden in your older age or you can have that kind of stress in your older age of not having the funds to pay the bills. Let's face it, I hear a lot of people say, oh, gas prices are going to go back down. We're going to get our contracts written and yada, yada, yada. No, guys, I'm sorry. That's a dream. Why would it go back down? What what fantasy are we all living in that we think that the gas prices are going to just, <laughs> we're going to show up and they're going to be on sale. It's going to drop. <laughs> Why? When the owners of these gas stations have gotten away with paying, having you pay up to $7.35 right now. Why would they change that? Because people still go, it's not like people have stopped going to the gas station. Right? Right? So you don't mess with your profit line. It's not going to happen. 
It's inflation has been happening. We may be at a 40 time all high right now because it's just there throwing it at us with very little discreetness over the last 10 years, 20 years, inflation's been happening. When I started driving, I was 18 years old. It was 1998. The gas price was $2 and 50 cents. I remember because it was the same price as cigarettes. (laughs) I used to smoke those nasty things. So I remember, and I remember over time, those cigarettes became more expensive. And when they got to be about $6 and something cents, I wasn't smoking anymore. It was an easy stop. I'm good. $10 a pack ain't for me. Um, And right now, $10 a gallon isn't for me. I'm looking into an electric bike. Hello. I don't, I think there's a healthier way for me to get around altogether, especially if I'm going to be working locally and staying in town, which is what my goal has been trying to be lately, because I feel like a lot of the community that I'm in are an older community who are getting priced out of here because taxes are raising. They're not prepared for this kind of inflation. And I've said this two years ago, and I'll say it again. um, When I do financial analyst reports for people, I can see, you know, we can see where 5% tax raise can put you yearly from being comfortable at a hundred grand a year, 200 grand a year to needing to have 2 million a year to sustain the same lifestyle. That is not an exaggeration. This is not Edwina talking baba. I promise you, I promise you take it from a once upon a time, single mother who worked my butt off and 20 years later found myself still in the same position because I didn't have a growth vehicle. Saving my money, you know, wasn't enough. When an accident would happen, or not even an accident, but you know, let's say my car, I had a Toyota 4Runner, work had to be done. I almost replaced the entire engine pretty much with the cost of maintaining this older vehicle. Well, guess what? Um, Prices never went down. My rent when I got my first apartment in Nevada was fourteen twenty-five, off Ignacio Boulevard. <laughs> Those same apartments are three thousand dollars. They're three thousand dollars today. So one of the things that I feel is an issue is allowing corporate buyers of single-family residences, um, corporate landlords. Um, I don't know who has decided that a certain generation doesn't want to buy a home, but that's not true. Um, In our parents' lifetime, okay, so people who are 65 and up could work a job for 30 years. They could buy a home for $27,000. 27, 27 grand. So you must imagine when, when the prices started to go up and those homes' equities were like, Bah, bah, bah. And people were able to build, you know, get bigger homes and pay those off. That was the last of that. Why? Because our wages never changed since 1972 have not come to match the um, cost of living. And if they were matching the cost of living today, we'd be making a hundred dollars an hour. Let's face it. So um, the rare, rare people are able to make that. Not everybody and not the regular nine to five. And I see it on the freeway. There's way less cars on the freeway now than there were a month ago. 
<laughs> that's a fact. Um, so people are staying closer to home. They're finding jobs closer to home and that's it. Um, so I was reading and listening to some very well-known financial people. I need to find his name. Um, let's see. That's my child throwing a fit. It's unfortunate. So basically, we are eight and a half percent up in inflation, which is a 40 year high. All right. We have one and a half percent increase from March alone. All right. So what what's the news saying? The news is telling you that, oh, our groceries are higher. The gas is higher. This is our, you know, our day to day. Right. And they have no projection of a recession at all, you know. Well, that, at least that's what they were saying two weeks ago when I when I wrote this, um, you know, so what people know is that the wages haven't been raised, like I said, since 1972. Um, and since that was the last time wages were raised to match the cost of living, um, it's 2022. <laughs> we're going to need something to give here. I don't think the distribution of wealth, redistribution of wealth is the answer at all. I actually don't think that's fair because I've come started from the bottom and gotten to a different place. And to be perfectly honest with you, it took a mindset and it took a discipline and a drive to even get me into that mindset. I think everybody has to take that journey on their own. I think that if People, you know, let's say people are saying Elon Musk has 44 billion. He could have put a dent in world hunger. All right. Hypothetically, let's pretend everybody received a million dollars. If you do not know how to manage your money, you will be in the exact same place. The, the, the distribution of wealth will be right back in the same place. There'll be just a few people who hold the most wealth. Why? Because most people spend, 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 and they don't invest. They don't have discipline. They don't put their money into vehicles that com can produce compounded interest. Hello. Okay. So a slow increase in living wages has been in motion since then. And the market has crashed three times and the losers are the people, you know, people forget, you know, the dot com crash and bubble. People forget 2008. And I'm sorry, but like I was part of that 2008. A home was lost, 401k wiped out, wiped out, okay? And that wasn't just for me. It was for every person that had ever worked with me, anybody that I met on the street. People were put into a different position. Once owning a home, now are renters, and their mindset became that of someone impoverished. And um, that impoverished mindset keeps you right, right there gives you a fear of doing anything that could possibly put you ahead, right? So the solution is to have Congress grow and spread the wealth. I don't think that's a good solution. I think to start, we want people to start taking responsibility and accountability for themselves. Start preparing yourself for the end of life, you know, for the um, retirement, the slowdown of your income. Prepare yourself not to be a burden on your kids or family members that have money 
because you're taking out of the pocket of whoever is saving. So let's say they're putting a savings together for their kid's college fund. So you're going to dip into someone's child's college fund. It's selfish. It is. It's totally selfish. Um, so what can you do to pre prepare and preserve, right? You can start rolling over your 401ks into fixed annuities or fully funded IULs. That's what you can do. You're, you're not going to, your 401k can go to zero. A fixed annuity and an IUL will never, ever go to zero. Okay. So talk to me, get some information from me. Let's look at your situation. It takes me about 10, 15 minutes and I can start showing you some options. All right. So what I'm most hoping people can protect themselves from is a hard depression. Um, Jeremy, I'm trying to felt like I wrote his name down. Yes, I did. Um, Jeremy Grandfad. Sorry, I can't read my own handwriting. Shame, shame, shame. Um, is a very well-known financial predictor <laughs> to the T has predicted each recession. And right now we are in whatever rally anybody wants to make you believe this is it. This is the rally before the crash. So you got a little bit more time to take, you know, whatever is left of your 401k and roll that over. You don't get penalized for that. You don't, you get penalized when you withdraw it early, you're going to lose 10% on both sides when you take it out and, and when you file for income taxes. All right. So, you know, people need to believe in a fair system and be productive and have opportunities. That's what they need to do. And you need to go forward with your opportunities. Um, there are many businesses that will allow you to make a good income um, from home on your own. I am in that business. And so if you want to know more about the insurance business, I'm more than happy to share what I know and help get you started. Um, I think that is going to wrap up this episode today. Um, please stay tuned for a live from me today at some point. Um, I would love to kind of walk through a grocery store and kind of show what the price differences are per city. Since I'm going to be a couple cities up north, I'm going to show the difference up north's prices to the ones here in Marin. Just to give you an idea of where we're at and how high prices are capable of going, right? Because when I was in Fairfield, I went to their Walmart and I was pleasantly amazed. Nothing was over $5. Bacon was like seven bucks, but like nothing was over five bucks. Okay. So that's unlike where I shop here in Marin. Okay. So I just want to touch on that. I think it's really important for the black community uh, members to start investing in their kids' futures. There's no harm in getting your kid a policy with growth potential. Why wouldn't you? Let's face it, it is to, it's not going to be easy to be saving money for a college fund today. All right, you guys, thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate you and I look forward to sharing my knowledge with you again.